This week on We Need to Talk, we talk Harry. Are you listening or reading the spare? We talk breakpoint hot tennis players and our results from the Golden Globes. No bueno. No bueno. Good morning. Happy football Sunday. Good morning. What time is your Giants? Is that the four o'clock game? 440. 440. Okay. I'll be ready. When, when everyone is listening, oh, please, I hope, I hope when you're listening, there was a giant win. If not, I am going to drown my sorrows in my cocktail, which is sex on a snowbank. <laughs> it's not Giants themed. We don't even have snow. Listen, sex on a beach and this is sex on a snowbank. Okay, but nobody has any snow. I don't care. There's snow somewhere. <laughs> it's January. It's sex on a snowbank. You know, it's in sex on a snowbank, actually. I don't. You know, there's a lot of versions of sex on a snowbank, if you didn't know this. But this is almost like a little pina colada-like. Oh, really? Yeah. It's very, very nice. Little, so did uh, you get the blender out this morning? Well, they say to blend it. Okay. But I did not get the blender out. I was shaking it all up with the... Uh, Shaker, but yeah. Okay, so what is definitely it? much better if you're blending it? Got to have a little coconut milk, okay? Right, you have to have rum, preferably coconut rum. But if you don't, then you just use regular rum. Lots of ice. They tell you to top it off with the sugar. I didn't do that. It's a little much in the morning. But there's other versions of the sex on the snowbank that has Kahlua and milk and Ugh, whipped, whipped cream. I mean, you know, it is what's delicious. I love I Kahlua. I don't like Kahlua. Sex on a snowbank. No, I don't want to jinx it. What am I going to do? Come on, on with a blue cocktail today? That's what I was expecting. See, oh, I would have gotten that wrong. It's so stressful. It's so stressful. <laughs> I was expecting a Giants theme. I have not cocktail. been in the playoffs since 2016. It is yeah. insanity what's happening. Okay. I think you got to have low expectations. I'm just going to enjoy. Yes. Enjoy the my moment. Live enjoy the, live my in the moment. Okay. I'm going to root for the Bills to beat Miami this afternoon. I'm going to enjoy my team. And at the end of the day, I had a very unexpected, great season. Yes. Now, who the fuck am I kidding? I'll be miserable tomorrow. But I'm just saying <laughs> that's a nice way of looking at it. Yeah, you're practicing gratitude, which I enjoy. Oh, it's <laughs> January. Gratitude. <laughs> See? Good. How are you? How's Harry? So I'm listening to the Harry audiobook. And, and quite you hear frankly, his voice. Uh, <laughs> I love him so much, mainly because I love listening to him talk. He could read the phone book for all I care. The way he says words with C and L, uh, delicious. I can't even do it. He goes, clock or in the classroom. I can't even do it. How good he does it. He uses the term properly fucked. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything new? We watched Oprah and then we watched Netflix and now it's 15 hours of yeah. this book. Is there are new for revelations? Me, yeah. For me, there was quite a bit because I always got the feeling that he was still loved, meaning his family loved him. But it sounds to me like the royal family take Diana off the table, obviously, but it it's a cold world. You're sort of on your own much more than I thought you were. So nobody really visits you at school and nobody really calls you on the regular and nobody really 
is involved in your life, even when you're young. When Diana was alive, she would call him every day. But he was shipped off here and shipped off there. And yes, he was exposed to quite a bit in his life, but he was alone so much. I didn't realize that the brothers had so many issues for years. So it's not just right now that there were issues. There were always issues with the brothers and they were raised so differently, even though they were both in the royal family. The way it sounds to me is that William was always just from day one. William was raised to be the king the second he was born. So separate and so into the way that the royal family business works. No one hugs you ever. I guess Meghan Markle went to hug the queen and didn't know you're not supposed to hug. Are you buying everything Harry is saying? I am. And you know why I'm buying it? I think you're bugging. No, I think that the issue that you have is what he's trying to do is basically say take down the monarchy. No, I think it's much more about the British press, because a lot of what he's doing in the book is telling you what the headlines said versus what really happened. So people would get in touch with him from the royal family saying we have reports that you're doing drugs. I remember reading some of those headlines where. Harry was caught here doing cocaine or whatever it was. And we all kind of just thought, you know, he's struggling and he's going through his own stuff. And in the book, he literally tells you exactly what happened versus what the headline said. And then there's also some things that he doesn't tread lightly, I guess. He basically says the only people that would know that this happened would be Camilla or the only person that would know that this happened would be my brother. I mean, there's a lot of things I believe. And then there's a lot of things that I think is, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I'm a little He's over basically him. trying to control over. his own story. Yes, he's controlling his own narrative. I get it. But I do believe they made deals with the press. Of course they did. They have to maintain some type of relationship. But I you don't agree- have to lie. You don't have to make up stories. You don't have to do that. I'm sure that did happen. And I'm sure a lot of it happened to save their own skin and something else. Yeah. But but it's enough now. You know, I am going to read it. I feel like I'm in Harry Overload. I, I can't do it right I now. I can't get enough. Oh, God. You're bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging if you believe every single I, thing. I don't believe These every smart single people. thing, but I Megan believe a lot. Megan is a very smart person. I'm not sure Harry's a very smart person, but Megan is a very well, that smart was the other person. thing I didn't know. I didn't realize that he considers himself unintelligent in some ways. He didn't go to college. He went to the army after working on a farm for a while. School wasn't for him. And he didn't do well in school. And he was also going through losing his mom when he was in school. Well, it sold a bazillion copies. And whoever his ghostwriter is, is a great ghostwriter. And good for them. He needs the money. We've all heard it. Good for them. He got, I mean, 1.3 million the first week. That's pretty impressive these days for people who are selling books. Congratulations. How many hours you have left? Six. Well, because you're in the Harry fucking rabbit hole, you didn't watch anything this week. I mean, I watched some things, but definitely not my normal amount of consumption. That's for sure. How do we do in the glows? I think we sucked. Well, let's just put it this way. <laughs> you sucked more than me, but we both sucked. We both sucked. Let's just go over who won and what we picked. OK, so, so best series drama. You picked the winner, House of Dragon. I picked Severance. OK, great. Then for comedy, you picked the bear. I picked Wednesday, but Abbott Elementary won. Now, again, I would like to point out that of that list, 
Yeah, Abbott's the Abbott only one that's funny. Elementary <laughs> is the only comedy. Yeah. Right? Correct. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, actor in a drama, you picked Jeff Bridges. I picked Bob Odenkirk, but Kevin Costner won. I still cannot believe it. <laughs> no, I know. What All did he win for staring into the ma- at the mountains? Yeah, he won for staring. Jeff Bridges got robbed, man. He got robbed. <laughs> I'm so upset for Jeff Bridges. You have no idea. I don't okay. even think he was there. Good. <laughs> Actor in a musical. I picked Jeremy Allen White. He won. You picked Bill Hader. Then actress in a drama. I picked Zendaya. She won. You picked The Crown. Amelda Staunton. She should have won. Yeah, she should have. But yeah, I, I had a feeling Zendaya would win. Actress in a comedy. I got that right. Quinta Brunson. You picked Jenna Ortega from Wednesday. Actor supporting role. We both got it wrong. You chose John Turturro. I chose Henry Winkler, but the guy from Abbott Elementary won. Then actress in a supporting. I got it right. Julia Garner won. You picked. I'm happy for Julia. Yeah. You picked Hannah. So happy. From Hacks. Then limited series. I cannot even believe that the White Lotus beat the Blackbird, but White whatever. Lotus is all the rage. You don't want to jump on the bandwagon. I jumped on. I was on yeah, it. And you hated it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm off of it. You picked The Dropout. I do think The Dropout is a better show than White Lotus, but I'm happy for White it's Lotus. It's all about buzz as to why that yeah. got. And yeah. that's, yeah, it does have all the buzz. Right. Then for the actor in the limited series, the guy, Evan Peters, who played Dahmer, he won. You and I both picked the Blackbird guy, Taron Egerton. He did mm-hmm. not win. Then actress in a limited series we both got right. That was Amanda Seyfried from The Dropout. She deserves it. Actor in a supporting limited series. We got that right. Well, I got that right. That was I got Paul that Walker right, House. too. It's, I got no, that right, too. You picked F. Murray Abraham. Oh, I do love him. <laughs> actress in a supporting limited. You got it right. Jennifer Coolidge. I picked Aubrey Plaza. She did not win. That was it. So after it sucked. 13 categories. I got six right and you got three right. You didn't watch the show, right? No, I didn't watch the show. Well, you have a I life. Did... I, I watched the show. Watch this fucking show on a Tuesday. I did see Eddie Murphy's clip. I thought it was funny. The only thing that I mean, I... he's the only one that could get away with making a Will Smith joke. Oh, of course. It's actually and there... really funny. There were a couple of them. There and was... he got. Yeah, it was a couple of them, but he got a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. The one thing that I thought was awesome, but I don't know that anybody really understood what was going on, was when Jared Carmichael, the host, basically asked where Shelly Miscavige is <laughs> from Scientology. Scientology. Yeah. All right. And, and the other thing that I just should mention is that Brad Pitt looked absolutely perfect. <laughs> and the camera went to him every single time because he was in the front row. And almost every winner who's like young and freaking out that they were on stage said, oh, hi, Brad Pitt. <laughs> I did see what some of the people were wearing. I thought people looked good. I think that Jenny Ortega, she's beautiful. Nobody had a good, good outfit. Nobody had a good outfit. There I wasn't disagree. one good outfit there. Not one. I I disagree with that. But again, I didn't watch the show. I just watched like some of the people. Terrible. Terrible clothes. Well, I mean, who's getting dressed up on a Tuesday? Exactly. And it's raining in California. So they just don't want to get dressed up. I don't know why. Well, Abbott Elementary. Listen, 
Great show, deserves the nods, deserves the awards. I get it. It's basically the office in a school. Really? It is the office in a school. I mean, everybody's praising her for her amazing concept of a show. It's literally the office, but in a school. Yeah, it is the office in a school. But it's funny. It has some good lines. I mean, I I enjoy the show. I just think that she's getting these accolades for creating something so unique and special when it's not unique or special. It's just good. I agree with you. It's just good. Well, I'll tell you what was good. And one of my top picks, and I'm so pissed at Darren Starr right now. I'm so pissed. You know, we love all things Darren Starr. Yeah. I'm down the Emily fucking Paris rabbit hole. But to but to renew Emily in Paris, to, to put out that season three, then to renew it for season four and to cancel Uncoupled is I bullshit. I was so pissed. It was in my top. No, it was in your top five. No, it, it was, was in, in both my, of our. It was in both of our tops. It was definitely in my top five. And I am so I think it was like one of your alternates. Yeah, I, I think it was so my honorable mention upset. I'm so upset, but it did, I guess, didn't have the buzz. It was in the top 10 for like a week and it just didn't, it didn't I have think the buzz. That, I think that Hulu or one of these other streaming companies need to pick it up, save it, rescue it, resurrect it, bring it back because it's so good. It really is. And I cannot believe it. I know that Emily in Paris gets all the buzz to already renew that. I know. And ridiculous. to not renew Uncoupled is ridiculous. It's a shame. It's, and I feel bad. I told people to watch it. I still want everybody to watch it. Fingers crossed that it comes back somehow, but I doubt it. Neil Patrick Harris, if you're listening to me right now, you deserve to be picked up. A thousand percent. There's no reason that show should have been canceled. None. It's ridiculous. And Ginny and Georgia, it's definitely coming back for season three. Of course, There's... it's still number one right now. Oh, my God. I just finished it. So it did have a good ending. Good ending. Her dress. What is this, Sarah Jessica Parker? <laughs> she was like sex in the city in that dress. <laughs> no. She is so stunning. I watch her. She's really pretty. She is so pretty. She looks exactly like Julia Roberts. I know. You said <laughs> a great binge. I just can't believe that those shows are going to come back. They're still in the top 10 and Uncoupled is not coming back. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And for Netflix, it's all a formula. So if you don't meet the criteria, you're out. All formula. They're going to raise my prices. HBO Max is going up. I, I can't afford this anymore. Every time I go and do the math, I want to vomit to, oh. as to how much money I spend to watch television. I don't even do the math. All I know is I try to get on one of the platforms and it's not there. And producer Ed would be like, yep, I had to get rid of that one. Then I got to buy it back. <laughs> I don't have this kind of time. All right, let's stick with Netflix. And I watched Breakpoint. Yeah, I started it. I love it. I love it, too. But it's no F1. I don't think anything's going to be able to replicate that. Well, but they're trying to. They're trying That's in the everything. Whole There's a golf one. This, so this Breakpoint is a docu-series about the tennis world. About the tennis world and the kids. You know, right, so the, the younger. The up-and-coming kids. Right. And first of all, loved it. Finished all five episodes. There's five episodes dropped on Netflix. There's going to be another five. So I don't know when that's being released, but all in all, there will be 10 episodes and they follow these different hot tennis I got, players. I watched Some them I know, like I, I, know I didn't the know Italian. that Nick Kyriakis guy. Yeah, he's a badass. He was he's so the one. Cool. He's the one that actually makes this show a little bit more spicy. Right. You know, because he is a badass. The others, they're beautiful people that Italian guy's always been hot. That super been, hot. Super hot. I've seen him play. The American kid is 
super hot. I've seen him play. But what it lacks is that soap opera, bad boy, we're competing, we're like slashing each other's throats to get the F1 drama. Right. There's no drama here. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's much more about just get to know the players and their stories. There's no pep talk by your coach before you go out. You know what I mean? It's like weird. I think it's episode one. They said that tennis is a lonely sport. It's all just you and you alone. You don't have a team. You don't have really other than your coach. You don't really have anybody else to work with or talk to. But I'm making it sound like I didn't enjoy it. I absolutely loved it. I think it's great. I love all that shit. I love I love it. anything I mean, I'm sports not done, related. We know we love everything sports related. I'm just saying it's not the drama soap opera of the F1. And I think that's what they were trying to do. But you know what I need to do? I think I what they're to- trying to do with all of this is just pump up the sport because F1 was not even relevant in the United States. And now it is blown up to the point where we're going to have three races and they're selling tickets for millions of dollars. Well, I mean, you think tennis needs to be blown up? I think you got to feed the younger beast. And that's what they did with F1. I think you got to feed it. You know what I I want to do? Like, so when the doll is winning, right? Yeah. Rafa. I love the way they all say (laughs) Rafa. I need to look up. So what Rafa makes after winning Versus what these young kids. Versus what the kid makes. You know, I need to look up that prize as he holds a little platter and Rafa's got the big trophy. But really good. And when it ended, I did not know because I didn't read anything. So when it ended, I was so bummed because I felt like, wait, I still need more. I didn't get a U.S. Open. I, you know what? And then it gives coming attractions of the next five. I was so happy. Do we know when those next five are dropping? I'm going to look it up on Netflix, but five on now and another okay. five to come. So break point. Just watch the hot tennis players. They're so hot. Yeah. If you like anything sports, it's great. And if you love Drive to Survive, it's oh, sort of so on good. that page the way they filmed it. Oh, yeah. It's the same people. Yeah. It's yeah. Really good. Very good. All right. So that's break point on Netflix. I also watch. I don't know why I do this to myself. I have to have a. <laughs> I have to have a sip of my sex on a snowbank. I watched the movie Dog Gone. Oh, I did too. Rob Lowe. He's playing this nerdy father with his stupid ass shorts and he still looks amazing. His glasses on the whole time. He's but going backwards. He's Benjamin Button. He oh, looks incredible. God. I cried the whole time but in this stupid movie. there were parts movie. of this movie that was so stupid. Yeah, but I still loved it. It was a Hibley. I hated it, but I loved it. You and the fucking Hibley. It was good, though. True story. Yes, it was a true story and anything dog related. Right. And of course, you know, the dog disappears. And of course, we know they find the dog. But it was a good movie. Just a lot of tears. Lots of tears. But you get to see Rob Lowe. And that's the best part. I enjoy Kimberly Williams Paisley, too. I know. She's so she looks great, too. Yeah, she does. Cute. She just yes. turned 50, I think. So he threw she turned her a 50. Party. She looks 20. Yeah, so cute. So doggone Breakpoint, all great shows on Netflix. Thank you, Netflix, even though you fucked us with Uncoupled. Ginny and Georgia. And you watched that hitchhiker thing in between listening to Harry. I did. I don't understand. So you're listening to the Harry talk. And then the one thing you choose to watch this week is the hitchhiker. I What's know, the name I, of that thing? It's called the hatchet wielding. 
You're ridiculous. That title is why I watched it. I said to myself, what could this be about? Oh, it must be about a hatchet wielding hitchhiker. I can't believe you watched it. Is it a true true story? Yeah, it's a documentary about this guy named Kai who was a hatchet wielding hitchhiker. So people picked him up in a car and he killed them with a hatchet. a A guy picks him up in the car and attacks a woman. And so he gets out his hatchet. He doesn't kill him, but he hatchets him or slices him. And the guy who was bothering the woman goes to jail. And this guy, Kai, is like a hero. So he's all over YouTube and everybody makes memes about him. He's like a surfer guy and says all these weird things. So they make memes. He's on, I think, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon. And he's like the hot guy of the moment. And then... There's this murder in New Jersey, actually, in Clark, New Jersey. And they catch the person who was murdered hugging Kai on camera by an ATM machine. So they end up arresting Kai and he's now in prison (laughs) for killing this guy. Kai starts telling us he was abused as a kid and locked in a room and all this other crazy stuff. But then we meet Kai's mom, who explains that. He was a little crazy even as a kid. I kind of think that maybe Kai is bipolar, but he's going undiagnosed. I don't really know. I mean, I'm not watching this. Please. I, no, not watching it. But <laughs> I okay. liked it. All I right. Good. It. You recommend it then. I mean, if you're into documentaries about killers, yeah, it's great. <laughs> did, did, you watch, <laughs> did you watch the Madoff documentary? Of course. I watched a, a little bit. I'm not finished. It is fascinating. Talk about having a hard time believing something. You know, if my mother said to me, Christy, don't go in that room ever. You know, (laughs) I'm going in the room. Well, I don't know if I believe the whole son's thing. Like they had no clue about anything. He's on one floor. They're on another floor. Nobody ever notices anything. That part, I don't know if I believe. Right. But what's fascinating to me is that at the end of the day, all it is is just one giant Ponzi scheme. That's it. But not a dollar was invested in the stock market. And the fact that the SEC, that well, is that's the biggest thing. They insane. had a number of complaints. They had a number of reports. He they had the everything SEC in his, in his pocket. Of course. But when the first report came in that the math didn't make sense of just what he was reporting his returns yeah. to be. And the SEC was told this cannot mathematically be possible. It, like if I were the government, I would say, SEC, you pay all these people back their money because it's, at, it's your fault. Pay, pay all these people back their money. People kill themselves. You know, mm-hmm. they ruin lives. It's like suicides. And like, yes. I, it's just in that. They part have blood me, like, on their hands. And Madoff didn't seem remorseful at all. They said that he was such a narcissist and such all these psychological issues that he just didn't feel anybody's pain like that producer ed said it and i agreed with him it's like there's certain clips in the documentary where that actor portraying yeah, me that actor got the best job ever right because right. he and barely like, has to talk so dramatic Just walking putting on a suit, on a suit. <laughs> after the third time we get it we right. get it You're you the know what i mean off. We know. i mean it's like enough that part was annoying that that was definitely i just thought it was funny it's very sad when you watch it you think to yourself holy shit 
what was producer Ed's point about the fake Madoff? Just that he was no, that the the scenes like so, so dramatic. dramatic, like they're watching you walk the, <laughs> the exchange floor. They did it a number of times. I wasn't really yeah. paying attention. He's like pointing it out. Yeah, you're right. It was yeah. Ridiculous. The way they did it was so funny. Yeah. I just thought yeah. it was funny. So that's also and Ruth's basically what, a homeless person now. The way they made it sound at the end is that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The, t- that would mean that the I didn't get to the law, end because it sounds to me like the daughters-in-law are not part of her life, which means she's all by herself in a car somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I want to get to the end. I have to Google it. I have to find out what's. Yeah, happening. I actually didn't go down any rabbit hole because I was so. Because you're talking to Harry. Um, yeah, I gotta listen to Harry all day. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I mean, all day. I mean, this is comedy all day. Like you're at well, the hair salon listening to Harry. Hell yeah, absolutely. Oh I bring my, my earbuds everywhere now. It's ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous. Harry's blasting in your I car. En- I have become a person who enjoys waiting because when I'm waiting, I'm listening to my book. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do when it's over? Well, what I should do if I was a smart person is start a new book. But, of but course you're not going to do, do that. that. No, 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 you're not going to do that. Well, good news. Your honor came back this week. Good for you, not me. That show's so bad. Once again, I go to put Showtime on. Showtime's not there. So I got to get producer Ed to buy Showtime again. So, you know, when that show ended two years ago, by the way, it ended in a way where you would say, this isn't coming back. It's one and done. (laughs) And that's what I said. The writer said it was made for a one-time deal, but it got so much hype. So many people watched it that they are now writing what happens after, which they didn't intend to. They should just have left it alone. The show is so stupid. (laughs) Well, Rosie Perez is in this season and, you know, I love Rosie Perez. So that was what is the whole premise of this season? The kid is right. The kid's done. The kid's dead. So it ends two years ago. So we're not, this is no spoiler alert because right. it was two years ago. Right. So it ends that the little boy tries to get revenge and he goes running into the party or whatever and he goes to kill the mob guy's son. But instead, the mob guy's son drops to the ground and he kills the son of the judge. And that's how it ends. Okay, fine. So now, apparently, Cranston goes to jail for all of the things that he did. Yeah, he, he like, covered up everything. Yeah, and then he like, manipulated people. Manipulated the trial so that the mob uh, son gets off and all that stuff. So for all that shady shit, he goes to jail. So it opens with him looking ridiculous, by the way, in jail. And... <laughs> I- <laughs> so stupid. Rosie Perez works for the federal government and now it's become a bigger mission to bring down this mob family. So oh, that's what they're going to do. So, yeah. So but that, you're in. You're going to watch it. See, I'm not even going. That to town is so fucked up. That Louisiana town. It's all there's small so towns. much shit going on in that town. So I don't know. But of course I'm watching it. Obviously, so <laughs> the first episode wasn't even that bad. But I know what's to follow and it's going to be the same shit. It's going to be bad. You know what I mean? Like it was bad. The fact that you're still watching is ridiculous. You have other things to do. Give it up. 
But don't you love him? You love him. I love him. Not enough. How can I turn my back on the Breaking Bad man? I can't uh, do it's it. It's not enough. Sorry. Sometimes love just ain't And we enough. like Rosie. We like Rosie Perez. Yeah. Still not enough to get me to do anything. Sorry. Well, your honor came back. And the annoying part is that it drops once a week. So now oh, producer you can't Ed, I have to I have to hold on to Showtime, <laughs> producer Ed. Thought I was going to have to renew Showtime when Yellow Jackets comes back. But now they get me. So Yellow Jackets probably comes back right when right. your honor ends. Right. So now I'll have, I'll have Showtime for a long time. It's <laughs> terrible. You know what else was terrible? We did. I don't think we didn't discuss this last week because we both we both weren't done. The ending of Tulsa King. Oh, my God. Please. The whole show. The ending of Tulsa King was so bad. It was so, so bad. His face at the end. I was like, I cannot believe this. is. I I cannot. The fact that the daughter. Uncoupled. Uncoupled (laughs) everyone. I got one word. It's just. And Tulsa Kings was renewed like that. Like that. Like that. It's back. It's so ridiculous. But the, that ending episode was so stupid. So stupid. I don't want to give it away for those people that are really watching Tulsa King. But oh, my God. terrible! But you know what's so crazy? Everybody was happy in Tulsa before Sylvester Stallone <laughs> arrived. Nobody was having any issues. Right. The gang oh. was doing great. The pot store was doing great. The bar yeah. was doing fine. Andrea Savage was not an alcoholic again. No. Like everything was great. And then Sylvester Stallone comes to town. And guess what? Everything goes to shit. Oh. Andrea's back to drinking. It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> we haven't talked about the our reality shows, but the challenge, I got to say, really heated up this week with the well, this whole Jordan back to ride and, and die. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bringing back the ride and die. That was kind of cool. And I was excited. I obviously I was excited at the end because I knew those guys were coming back. So now we'll see how it all plays out. But we're getting towards the end. So we're yeah, getting but have towards you the spoken final to your brother about Johnny Bananas. Like, obviously, we missed the heyday of him because. Yes, we got to go back to those seasons. He's not that interesting this season. Yeah, no, he's not very interesting. I'm struggling I really, with his hair. His hair is really weird. I really do like Jordan, though. So I'm happy he came back. And I'm hoping he makes it. I don't know. They left us on a TJ left us on a cliffhanger. I love TJ. That's all I, I care about. Really. That's all I care about. <laughs> it's so good. So Lisa Rinna gave her first interview since her housewife exit. Right. And she basically said the same shit we said. I had a really bad season, which we said she did. And right. the loss of her mother. But she also said that a lot of the stuff that happened in in Aspen. She didn't record it because it was happening in in the moment. And Kathy Hilton put out her story and what she wants people to believe. And and Lisa said it too in her interview. Good, good for you, Kathy, to come to the reunion and to tell your story, even if the story was a made up version of the story, because Lisa Vanderpump didn't do that. Right, right. She at least held to her commitment. Yeah. Came to the reunion. Yeah, I do give her credit and she adhered to her contract. So that's great. But don't fuck with Kathy Hill. I just hope they have some other plan so that there's some interesting drama in the show. Otherwise, I think we talked about the fact that we may have to just be done. It's going to be a hard day for me when I give up the housewives. Very hard. I regret my purchase of my free Britney (laughs) T-shirt. Well, she... Obviously. Although I still believe that she should be free. Right. Look, 
men but can she's be free all the time now, and do look at Kanye. He's free, right? And he's doing we don't crazy talk about things. Kanye. We don't talk about it. Okay, but there's but, a lot of people out there doing crazy things and they're in control of their money and they're free. So we want women to have even crazy women crazy. To have the same advantages. She has a meltdown <laughs> and an LA restaurant and the husband leaves and then she goes back and oh my lord. God, imagine if you're at that restaurant just having dinner. I, I really I do you, what I wanted to know is How'd she get there? Is she allowed to drive? Did she take an Uber? Was the Uber driver involved? Who knows how she got there? Was she wearing moon boots, though? Because that's the new age. I've never seen anybody wearing them yet. Yes, you did. Dula Weepa had moon boots on. Kendall what? Jenner had moon boots on. Where? But Kendall I mean, I... Jenner has no pants and moon boots. No, she has no top and no pants. <laughs> did you own a pair of moon boots? Never. You probably did because those are so cheesy. The moon boots. You didn't no. own a pair of moon boots. I don't think so. I don't I, think I, so. I don't. Like, I, I don't really go anyplace cold enough to wear my moon boots. Well, do you think that Kendall in L.A. is? Uh, she's just wearing the moon boots. It's a fashion trend. She's in Aspen right now, or Telluride, <laughs> or one of those places, and she's wearing clothes that it's like are freezing her body. I don't understand how you go it's naked. It's like in my Telluride. sex on a snowbank. There's no snow. You just do it anyway. <laughs> People in L.A. wear Uggs. Why? Why? It's Why? a fashion statement. No, first of all, Uggs are never a fashion statement. <laughs> Second of all, like for me, they are <laughs> cold enough for Uggs. I can wear Uggs in the summer and be happy. Oh, gross. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Do we have anything else we need to talk about before we get to a very special game today? Well, we didn't discuss the sad news of Lisa Marie Presley, and we oh, didn't discuss shit. the sad news of Adam Rich from what Aiden Enough. Happened to Lisa Marie Presley. I think she died of a broken heart, to be honest with you. She didn't look good at the Golden Globes at all. She, you could see that she was holding this guy's arm and she looked unsteady. That's how I felt. And she also just didn't look good at all. She was weird on camera for the interviews. Something definitely wasn't right. I don't know if she just wasn't feeling well. Or if there's more to this. But yeah, I mean, they said that she's been struggling since her son committed suicide. Terrible. And she's had a lot of craziness in her life. I actually stumbled upon her interview with Oprah when it was her, her mom and Oprah, when Oprah asked her about being married to Michael Jackson. And, you know, she had a crazy childhood and yeah. a crazy life. Also, I was trying to figure out, does she work? Did she ever work? What did she do? I don't know. I don't but think so. She has that follow her. Twins. Do you follow her on Instagram? I didn't. No, I don't follow her either. But people that follow her on Instagram said that since the death of her son, she's been like very out of it. Very bad, which understandable. Yeah. And I don't know. They're just saying cardiac arrest. That's all they're saying. So 54 years old. Very, very sad. Yeah, very sad. I feel bad for Priscilla. Really bad for her. Very bad for Priscilla. Yeah. You forget she still exists. She was on the Globes as well. And she was doing most of the talking when they interviewed them. She looks very, very plasticky, but she's what, 70 now? I don't know. She had Lisa Marie when she was so young. Eight is Enough was one of my favorite shows. I know. One of mine, too. I loved Eight is Enough so much. And I loved Nicholas. That was super sad. Really, really what? sad. What did he die of? Do we know? I got the feeling it was either an overdose oh, or geez. suicide. They said that he struggled with mental health as well. He was trying to make a comeback, a comeback. The only thing he ever was was Nicholas. I'm going to raise my glass to those guys. 
All right. Well, we got to pick it up. We got to pick it up because right, I'm ready for this. Crazy it's a three day game. weekend for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. We have football today, football tomorrow. And we have a crazy game and a guest appearance from producer Ed. OK, I'm ready for this game. Are you playing the game, too? We're both playing the game. I have no idea what he's doing. OK, I'm ready. All right. Up. Oh, he's here. He's here. <laughs> like magic. He wow. Appears. You're like you're like. Such you a good really producer. Are a magician. Yeah. Well, we can kind of hear you in the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What do you have for us here, producer? Uh, I'm very excited. There's a show that you two have not watched, and I'm here to tell <laughs> your listeners that it needs to be watched. In the spirit of Who Killed Sarah, another Netflix hit, hit called Lady Voyeur. You know, when you told me about Lady Voyeur, I thought for sure it would be in the top 10. But yet, alas, no such luck yet. OK, well, it's coming. But, it's going but already renewed for season two, by the way. <laughs> I think it might have been at the top in the top 10 at some point because I don't know how I would have come across it. otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I really am struggling to understand how you found the show. But OK, <laughs> well, you know, Netflix picks shows for you. So oh, this is perfect. It knows what producer Ed likes and serves him up a show that he wants. Telenovela, sex, whatever it is in this thing. I don't Thank even you, know. Thank you, Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. <laughs> you know, it got bad ratings from critics. However, the Rotten Tomatoes score from viewers is 89%. So the viewers... <laughs> I grabbed a couple of reviews for you. Marta <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes wrote, it's one of the best series I've seen. Once you start... All you want to do is keep going. But it's but it's in Spanish, though, correct? It's in Portuguese, but you can watch it in Portuguese, English, which I highly recommend. I watched Who Killed Sarah in English, but it was funny. Yeah, it's just as fun. It's exactly okay. the same. Okay, exactly great. the same mindset. Okay. Um, this is a good one from Brooks. To be honest, my wife oh, is watching the show, but I keep trying to look away and it continually drags my attention back. <laughs> They're having sex in every scene. I, I, I know if I could talk to Brooks, I would say, well, it's probably because of all the sex. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear a little bit about the show? Like, Of what course. Sure. Here's what I got. Lady Voyeur follows the story of Miranda, who is a super sexy voyeur who also happens to be the best computer hacker in the world. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> the action starts when Cleo, who is a sex worker that Miranda has been spying on from across the street with a telescopic camera, <laughs> knocks on Miranda's door and asks her to dog sit. Oh, great. Just a coincidence, right? Right, right, well, right, so right. Think. In comes Fernando while Miranda is dog sitting for Cleo. He happens to be a client of Cleo, the sex worker. He ends up helping Miranda cover up a murder. And Miranda's not a murderer, but she accidentally kills somebody. Fernando helps her. And soon after, Fernando introduces Miranda to his brother-in-law, Hector, who she ends up working All with. I know is that from the other room, I could hear, oh, my God, Fernando. Oh, my God, Bernardo. Isn't there a Bernardo? There's a Bernardo. Yeah, that's a little confusing because there's a Bernardo like side and a story. Fernando. <laughs> Um, it's a love triangle. Oh, okay, yeah, of course. How many There's... episodes of this, and are they half Way hours or many. hours? 
Not enough. Found out that the season two renewal is a rumor. I think it's just a hope. So, oh, I thought it was actually renewed. Yeah, we were misinformed by one of our researchers on the We Need to Talk podcast. (laughs) Oh, he's fired. He's fired. So, so today's trivia. Okay. Yeah. If if you'll indulge me. Yes, please. Is Lady Voyeur trivia? But we didn't watch it. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Well, what what is it? Guys, what is it? You might consider this trivia to be a spoiler alert in some ways, but trust me, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I'm sure the audience trusts you. As soon as they listen, stop listening to this, they're going right to Netflix. Watch that show. I'm telling you, watch one episode and you will be hooked. I watch it in a day. It was amazing. All right. Get to the game. <laughs> watch okay. it in a day. <laughs> Here are five storylines from Lady Boyer. One of them is false. Okay. Your job having never watched the show is to choose the one that is false. Okay. And you both get to play. Okay. Number one, Miranda sits in for Cleo at a sex party where she's drugged, tied up and tortured by Hector. (laughs) (laughs) That's number one. Number two, Miranda's best friend, Rita is running an underground illegal martial arts league. Number three, Hector's wife, Diana, had sex with their brother, Fernando. (laughs) Number four, Fernando's sister killed their friend, Bernardo. (gasps) And number five, Miranda was buried alive by Hector's mother, Victoria. I feel like all of these things happened. (laughs) So you've got Miranda sitting in for clear at a sex party, Best friend Rita, an underground illegal. I'm going with Rita. I'm going with Rita. Number three, Diana had sex with her brother. I think she did that. Number number four, Fernando's sister killed Bernardo. Totally. Number five, Miranda was buried alive by Hector's mother. Mm, That was my other one because Hector's mother may not be able to get a big dead body to bury. So either I was going to go with the martial arts, but if 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 Christie's going with the martial arts, I'll go with the. Although on my soap opera days of our lives, they have been buried alive <laughs> a lot. Like people are constantly buried alive. Yeah, but his mom buried him. By his mother. By, By his Hector's mother. Mom. She's going to have to be very strong, not only to get him to where she's burying him, but then to dig and bury. So that's hard work. Are you trying to tell me that Bernardo is dead? I don't want to ruin it. Buried I mean, alive. You buried said alive. no, but in that other one, you said Bernardo was killed. Yeah, Bernardo's his... sister killed, killed their friend Bernard. Bernardo. Right. All right. I'm going to go with Fernando's sister killed their friend Bernardo. And I'm going to go with the illegal martial arts thing. Okay. Well, the correct answer, the false answer is Miranda's best friend Rita is running an underground ah, illegal yeah. martial just goes to show you don't have to watch this show, everyone. Wait, my Congrats question is, is there a real Rita? Yes, there's a real Rita. OK, <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I can't make this any type of trick question because you haven't watched the show. But Miranda definitely sits in for Cleo at a sex party. She is drugged and tied up by Hector. Of course, Hector's <laughs> wife Diana did have sex with their brother, Fernando. However, Obviously. it Obviously. turns out like while they thought they were brother and sister, while they, they were having sex, which is totally effed up. Yeah. Um, it turns out that they're actually we learn later that they're not brother and sister. All right. Don't ruin it for everybody now. Don't ruin it. 
Bernando is dead or oh, is poor Bernando. We don't know. Wait, is her name? Wait, you're saying Bernardo? Bernardo. Bernardo. I say Bernando. Bernardo. Yeah, Bernardo <laughs> That's is, a me, By the time anybody who's listening to this podcast watches this show, I, I promise You'll you, forget. It, will not, it will not ruin your enjoyment of the show. You'll love it. All right. Well, we thank you, producer Ed, for coming Great on. Great game. Good game. And we love that you are looking out for our listeners and telling them what they should be watching, even if we're not. So that is great. Cheers to you. Thank you. Great game. Good work. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. That that was fun. (laughs) Have a good week. Enjoy the end of Harry. Let's go. New York football giants, everyone. Love you. Love you.